a life-changing message by the Reverend Sam Crunchy Ankara. So we are in chapter 14 of Genesis now, chapter 14. Now in chapter 13, something had happened. Now Abraham had adopted his nephew called Lot. And Lot had become a son and Abraham had hoped that Lot would be a son to take after him because Abraham was childless around this time. So, Lot had been following Abraham. Lot was a shepherd. Abraham was a shepherd. And together, their cattle, they had such great substance such that their headsmen were now colliding in each other, fighting over space, over water, grass, everything. And so, Abraham then calls Lot and said, this thing is too much. Can we separate and let's go each of us our own ways so that there will be peace. Now, uh, that was quite a, a temptation. Lot must know that he was a junior one. And Lot must know that his success was because of the covering of Abraham upon his life. And so when your father gives you an option to go your way, you say, Father, I cannot. But you choose first. But Lot decided to choose. And then he chose a land towards Sodom and Gomorrah. Very fertile, 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 fertile ground. And then he left the very hard, uncompromising ground for Abraham. And for me, that smacks of pride, uh, greed, selfishness, lustfulness. He saw the, the, the blessings of Sodom, Gomorrah, and he didn't mind about the will and the counsel of God anymore. So he chose the place. Uh, Gomorrah also, at that time, um, uh, is Las Vegas of today. Uh, the place of sin, evil, wickedness. That's why we have the LGBT people, gay people, lesbians, Fornicators, adulterers, Sodom, evil. So once you plant your house in Sodom, you are in the heart of evil. But Lot didn't care. All he wanted was prosperity. And unfortunate for him, war broke. Now here was this war. Sodom, the king of Sodom and Gomorrah, plus some three other cities making five, were attacked by this Chido Laoma king together with other four kings and four cities. So five kings against four. Unfortunately, Sodom and Gomorrah's team lost the battle. And then they captured men and then property. And they captured women. And then they captured cattle, sheep. Unfortunately, Lot was one of the people captured. And they took everything that Lot had been working for. Everything that he had. So, lesson number one. When you decide to bless yourself without God opening the door, eventually you lose everything that you have. Can I say it again? What I'm saying is, don't envy anybody who is prospering in his wicked ways. Because very soon, you won't find that person again. You will go looking for him, but you won't find him. Because the blessing is not from God. And anything that God doesn't have a hand in it, doesn't last. When you are choosing a wife, choose a wife with the hand of God. Choose a husband with God inside. Let God be in your marriage. Let God be the foundation. Let God be the builder. And that marriage will succeed. You don't go into marriage because you are beautiful and handsome and degree and you have money. We have seen all of them and didn't amount to anything. They all failed. So, so, so uh, Lord was captured together with his family and everything that he had. 
Then the message was told Abraham that they've captured your nephew, Lot, and everything was gone. And Abraham had 318 trained servants. They could fight to protect Abraham's protection, property, wells, and so on and so forth. So Abraham decided to go to war on behalf of his nephew, Lot. Then Abraham went and finished those people, conquered all of them, took everything that was taken away from Lot, including Lot's family, and so on, and then he brought all of them. So when he was coming from the battle, then two kings went to meet him. One is called the king of Salem, Melchizedek, and the other king is called the king of Sodom. I will end my message with the king of Sodom's interaction with Abraham. And I will start with that of Melchizedek. Now, in the discussions, what, this is what comes out. Number one, when you understand El Leon and you connect with El Leon, not only connection in your heart, but you must learn to invoke. Hey, sometimes when you want to scream, scream a name. Hey, Yehovah. Hey, Yahweh. Hey, Adonai. You have no idea what, what power you draw from those names. Hey, Elohim. Elohim. Elion. El Shaddai, Adonai, Yahweh, Jehovah, where are you, God? He will respond. Here are three things. When you invoke Elion and you connect to Elion, number one, you obtain blessing. When you invoke or you connect to Elion, number one, he blesses you. Chapter 14, verse number 19. And then keep it there because there is a second one I'll pull from that verse. Chapter 14 and verse number 19. And Melchizedek, the king of Salem, when he met Abraham, he blessed him and said, Blessed be Abraham of God most high, possessor of heaven and earth. I'm interested in, and he blessed him, and he blessed him, and he blessed him, and he blessed him. And he blessed him, and he blessed him, and he blessed him. When I lay my hands upon you, or I take microphone and I say, May God bless you, or I bless you, you better jump and shout and receive it, and swallow it, and drink it. And if you roll, roll, whatever you do, do. Because blessing is not the car you are looking for. Blessing is not the machine you are looking for. Blessing is not the wedding you are looking for. Blessing is not the phone you are carrying. Blessing is not the laptop you have. Blessing is not how much money you have. Blessing is what brings all these things. The devil can take your mansion, but he cannot touch the blessing. The devil can take, your phone can get lost, but your blessing is not lost. You can lose money, but the blessing is still there. You didn't hear me. You can lose your first marriage, your first husband, your first wife. But once you carry blessing, there will always be recovery and there will be restoration. Ladies and gentlemen, what you need is the pronouncement of blessing. Blessing of favor. 
blessing of goodwill that the hand of the Lord is upon you that the face of the Lord is upon you that the spirit of the Lord is upon you blessing 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 that's what you need that's what you need not car not houses not mansions because the blessing will bring the house the blessing will bring the car the blessing will bring the phone the blessing will bring the materials that you are looking for once you are blessed all other things can follow you clap your hands and shout blessing shout it again and say blessing shout it and say blessing What's his army? Blessing. When you are blessed, the devil should take everything that will be restoration. Blessing. That's what you need. Are you clapping or you are not clapping? Are you connected to Elion? Are you connected to El Shaddai? Are you connected to Elion? Elohim. Are you connected? To Adonai, are you connecting? Blessing, 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 Please, I, I, I'm talking about the connection. These, I said, these names and revelations that we have about God, people experience them, and their experiences are what they are sharing with us. Kaluri Ambasakaya, Jesus Christ, the same yesterday and forever. What they experience, we too we will experience. Same God who has not changed. If God bless them, God will bless us. Oh, am I talking to Royal House Chapel? God, clap your hands and say what God has done before he will do it again uh, can you scream it like an African say what God has done before he will do it again and again and again and again clap your hands and prophesy to somebody when your time comes I will rejoice with you Elohim carries blessing not cast not mansions but something that surpasses cast and mansions blessing oh who told you car and blessing they are equals? Never. Blessing is hanging there and car is uh... whatever you achieve on this earth is as a result of the blessing you are carrying. Clap your hands and say my father bless me. Emmanuel, my son in uh, uh, Grace to Grace, uh, America, was serving that protocol um, uh, when he was in Accra here. And uh, as, as part of their work, they would go to airport and then clear the visitors and then take them back and serve them, you know, whilst uh, uh, they were here. And uh, one of the people that he protocoled was uh, Apostle Jani Inguali. Uh, you know, he's been coming to this country for nearly over 20 years. Uh, Reverend Emmanuel was one of those who started protocoling him and serving him. Now, anytime, Reverend uh, Apostle Jani was telling me, anytime um, Reverend Emmanuel finished his work and um, said goodbye to Apostle Jani in Wale, Apostle Jani in Wale would put his hand in his pocket and take about $100 do- or $200 and then will be blessing uh, Reverend Emmanuel. Uh, Reverend Emmanuel said, so, Apostle, uh, why don't you bless me instead? And then he will kneel down. 
He said, keep the money. I need blessing. Keep the money. I need a blessing. According to Reverend Yane, Apostle, Reverend uh, Emmanuel did that for about five years. He will not take money. He preferred a blessing. See what the blessing has done. He's got more than $100, $200 and the nonsense. He's got more. Oh, some of you, you have stolen all your blessing by stealing mobile phone. You have eaten all your mobile, uh, your blessing by eating your tight. And some of you, you have eaten all your blessing by receiving 50 Ghana, 20 Ghana, 30 Ghana for services you render in the house of God. Blessing. 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 I met a young man in UK. He came to me. He said he wanted to break through. I said, you, you want to break through? I don't like time wasters. Because when I pronounce blessing upon you, the blessing must manifest. He said, he said, I said, Apostle, I'm, I'm dead serious. He said, okay, kneel down. Fire blessing upon him. He's a millionaire today. Wow. Blessing can bring you what is not in your life. Blessing brings you what you lack. Blessing brings you the manifestation of the things you are looking for. Blessing. He said, and he blessed him. He said, Blessed be Abraham of God, Most High, possessor of heaven and earth. Number two. Number two, when you invoke Elion, Elion brings you and brings you control over what God possesses. If God possesses the heavens and the earth, he gives you authority over the things on this earth and the things in heaven. Oh, don't stone me. You remember what he told Peter? He said, thou art Peter. Upon this rock, I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail. Now to you, I give the kingdoms of heaven. Whatsoever you bind, the keys of heaven. When you bind on this earth, it shall be bound in heaven. Who told you that you cannot control the things on this earth and the things in the supernatural? Who told you? Because God, Elion, is the possessor of heaven and the earth. And once you invoke that name and once you connect that name, it gives you authority over what he possesses. If the earth is the loss and the fullness thereof, including the gold and the oil and the blessing, today, I, Sam Kranchankra, I give you authority over what God possesses. Clap your hands and say, spirit of luck, leave me forever. God owns the earth and all the things inside. I refuse to lack. I refuse to be poor. Ah, yeah, Baba, come on. I thought somebody should be rising up right now and walking and clapping your hands and praying and saying, I take authority over what belongs to my God, possessor of heaven and possessor of the earth, Elohim, Elion. From today, I prophesy. And the door that closed in 2019. Because the air belongs to God. May the gates open. I thought somebody will clap your hands and shout and screaming. Can I can I prophesy again? Now, when you go to the embassy, they must not ask you any questions. They should ask you how long you want to go and stay. Are you clapping or you are giving God some grace? 
The last time you failed the mathematics was the last year. 2020, you will not fail again. The last time you failed an interview was the last time. The next interview you are going to pass. Leon, possessor of the heavens and the earth. I'm walking in power. I'm working miracles. I'm working miracles. Oh, you can't stand there like that. You can't sit down there like that. But now you should go to dirty people. But now you should go to dirty people. But now you should prophesy to dirty people. I'm working miracles. I live a life of favor. He's the blessed possessor of heaven and earth. Elion, Elion. God most high. God most high. God most high. I know. I'm walking in power. Shout it. Hey. Walking miracles. That's it, people. Prophesy. Prophesy. Oh, come on now. Come on now. Even me, me, human being, some crunchy younger, even me, even me, as you sit there right now, if you show me your, your university admission and there's no money, even me, I can provide your school fees now, now, even me. Are you clapping or you? <laughs> Meanwhile, don't forget, I'm not your biological father. I'm just your spiritual father. Even your spiritual father can pay your school fees. Even me, as I stand here right now, 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 I can employ you into my office, and then your 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 five years of staying at home comes to an end. Right now, right now. Me, human being. Oh, listen, I'm not talking about a human being. I'm talking about a leon. I'm talking about the God most. That's the that's person I'm talking about. Are you clapping or you are doing something like clapping? When you invoke a leon, blessing has to chase you. Blessing has to come upon you. Blessing has to cancel every curse that is operating before. Blessing has to overcome the bloodline curse. Blessing will have to cut you off from poverty from your house. Blessing. 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 Today, I bless you. Oh, I said I bless you. Receive the blessing of the Father. And, and don't forget, this is preaching blessing. Sister, and the blessing, blessing has not come yet. Oh, that one, your enemies are in trouble. So, number one, number one, number one, he's a blesser. Number two, number two, he's the possessor of heaven and earth. When you invoke, he gives you authority over what he owns. What God owns becomes yours. You can control the heavens, you can control the earth. You can control the supernatural. You, yep, you can control. Here's the third one. Here's the third one. When you invoke Elion, he puts all your enemies into your hands. Oh, 
You think I'm lying? Verse number 20. <laughs> Verse number 20. And blessed be God most high, Elion, who has delivered your enemies into your hand. So who is the enemy here? The enemy there was the one who captured his nephew, Lot. The enemy there is the one who captured the property of Lot. The enemy here is the one who captured Lot's children. The enemy here was the one who took what was part of Abraham. Lot was part of Abraham. The blessings of Lot came as a result of the blessing and the covenant Abraham has with God. And so what the people took, they took away portion of Abraham's, Abraham's blessing. Atusi Alamakota. How many of you can see I'm getting angry right now? 2019, I don't know who took your job. 2019, I don't know who took your money. 2019, I don't know who took your boyfriend. 2019, I don't know who took your girlfriend. 2019, I don't know who stole your admission. 2019, I don't know who stole your results. 2019, I don't know who stole your phone. 2019, I don't know who took anything. But today, I bring all your enemies into your hands. May you capture them and may they be under your feet. Clap your hands and say, yeah, yeah, yes. Clap your hands and say, die all my enemies. You are gone, but you are not yet gone. In this year, 2020, you will come under my feet. Because early on, will put you in my hands. Clap your hands and slap their ears. Clap your hands and slap their head. Your enemies are in your hands. When you start clapping your hands, I don't know what you are doing with your enemies. Your enemies are in your hands. When you start slapping your head, one, you are praising God, but you are dealing with the enemy. You are telling them where God has placed them, they will remain there until judgment day. Pray. first night will be bad. That the first night will be dangerous. We will stamp and crush the head of every evil. Anyone who has decided to capture what is ours, to take what is ours, what belongs to us, our position, our marriages, our children, slap your hands and crush them now. Sit down. Sit down. Sit down. Sit down. So, two sisters went to the shrine in the Vota region. We call them witch doctor. People who double in occultism. And they use their trade to do evil things. They kill at will. They have no mercy. Once you have been reported to them, that you are standing in their way. And once they receive their divineness fee, they don't care. They kill. They've attempted me many times. They didn't succeed. And most of them have become my friends now. But they realize that I'm too powerful. So they want, they want some of my power. <laughs> so, 
So while the two sisters were sitting for their turn, they had a quarrel between the witch doctor and another woman. And here's the quarrel. The woman was shouting on top of her voice. If you know you can't kill her, give me my money. Give me my money. Six months now you are wasting time. What nonsense is that? There are other people more powerful. I can go to them and they will do it sharp sharp for me. So, the witch doctor was saying, look, I've tried. I've tried. Where he is, is she is, it's difficult to get her. I've been trying. Have patience. Have patience. I'm just waiting for her to do some careless mistake and then walk out of the covering and then I'll hit her. Then overhead the woman say, okay, I'll give you one more month. If you don't, please, I'll come for my money. When the woman came out of the shrine, behold and alas, the two sisters were able to recognize her. That she's the stepmother of one of our members. So they ran and told our, mem- our, our member. They said, we, we, we don't go to church. We'll go to shrine. We went to the juju. And your stepmother was there. And we heard your stepmother quarreling with the juju man. That they must kill you. And the juju man was saying that where you are hiding is so difficult. So he's waiting for you to make some careless mistake. Shift small. And then they'll hit this sign. <laughs> Sometimes straight. <laughs> that, those are the hitting when no medical examination can reveal anything. Because which is you can't capture them on telescope and then on your blood samples and so you can't catch which is there. Unseen spirits, which is to cut them by Kaboli Katayaboka. Somebody say amen. amen. So they came and told her. Why did the stepmother want to kill her? The father had died, left property. And this woman wanted the property for herself and her children. And didn't want these stepchildren, three of them, to have portion of the blessing. But this, our member is a firstborn. And she's aggressive and Takashi, she's, she's got faith. She's hard. Fighting for her siblings. So once she was eliminated, the, the battle would be over. That's why this woman wanted to kill her. And the witch doctor had asked her to bring the sand under her footprint while she's walking. If she can just trace and then collect the sand or the footprint, bring it to her, him. And then the thing will be one touch. So he, she, when she was going to work one day, she just spied her in the window. And when she saw her going and she was out of sight, she quickly came down, collected, 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 and then ran to the village. Gave to the man. The man tried. This girl was not falling sick. She was not dying. So she got angry and said she was going to collect her money. Then these two people met her. So when I remember her, she ran to me. I said, hey, you, you are at our mercy. We can finish you now. But just that, we have just given you the opportunity to repent and to change. Now you want to kill. I remember in church, I stood in church one day. At that time, many of you were not in the church. Or many of you were not born. This one was in Egypt. Our former meeting place in Kukumimli. Most of you were at the Sunday school department. You were playing, so... 
Auntie Sherry. I just stood. And I said, you, they want to kill you. I declare in three days, may your enemies start paralyzing. All of them. Including the witch doctor. Ladies and gentlemen, within three days, this woman had had stroke. And then, the stepdaughter came to me. She said, Rev, Rev, in those days, that's how they used to call me, Rev. She's got stroke. I said, oh, but I'm waiting for you to tell me what I should, how I should finish. I've just started. <laughs> he said, this woman is very troublesome. So, let's see whether in the stroke, she will give up on the property. When they went, where she was standing, the same place. She said, the property, no. I said, okay, then she must die. Three months, we finished with her. The property came to our member. Am I wicked? You, you, you haven't seen, you haven't seen evil people pursue you before. Uh, I, I'm wicked. Hey! Somebody must die for other people to have salvation. <laughs> Did you hear me? Jesus must die for people to have salvation. So sometimes some witches must die so, so that some Christians can be free. Clap your hands and say by fire. Scatter. Scatter. Now. Clap your hands and scream and shout to the glory. Wherever your enemies have guarded and wherever they are responsible for your troubles, your father's troubles, your mother's troubles. I gather all of them and at this altar, I defeat all of them. May God early on put your enemies under your feet in your hands. Clap your hands and shout, yes, yes. Give the Lord a mighty praise in the house. I'm walking power. I'm walking miracles. I live a life of favor. I know who I am. Clap your hands and say it again. I'm walking in power. I'm walking miracles. I live a life of favor. You think somebody's not getting healed? I know. Somebody's getting healed right now. Deliverance is taking place right now. The Lord is scattering a certain group. He said they will gather, but I will not be there. But the garden is not approved of me. Right now, something is happening somewhere. Something is happening in some family house. When you connect to Jehovah El Leon, God Most High, when you invoke the name Jehovah El Leon, this must happen. He must come down to bless. Number two, he must share his inheritance with you because he's the possessor of heaven and earth. He must give you authority over the earth and over the heavens. And then number three, the enemies, whatever they have taken, they must not only recover and restore, but the enemies must be in your hand. You will now control the enemy the way you want. Oh. The woman got paralyzed. Then I asked the woman, you know, what next should I do? She, she was in my hands. If she had repented, would have healed her out of bed. She didn't repent. She still wanted to cause havoc. I said, okay, if she doesn't want to repent, then let her go. 
that thing that worried you in 2019 may you harass that thing in 2020 oh do you want me to prophesy again ah, I am growing old don't let me talk too much okay? but for your sake I said anything that overcame you in 2019 may you walk over that thing in 2020 clap your hands and shout yes how does Elion sustain you how does it sustain you two things I'd like to share with you and then I'll bring the curtains down number one he sustains you through an encounter with the grace an encounter with the grace and then two he sustains you through your sacrifices through your sacrifices encounter with grace please look at verse number 18 of the text under consideration look at the text verse number 18 of the text under consideration then Mechisedek the king of Salem brought out bread and wine bread and wine and he was the priest of God most high so El Leon had a priest a king called Mechisedek king of Salem Salem means peace so this man was the king of peace now later on he would also be described as the king of righteousness. Mechisedek. Then he gave Abraham bread and wine. Bread and wine. And, and this is why Jesus Christ was so frustrated when the Pharisees were interrogating him and asking him all kinds of nonsensical questions. You, are you older than our father Abraham? You, our, you, you are not 50 years. Hey, Abraham, do you know how old Abraham, around this time when Jesus Christ was talking them, to them, Abraham would have been about some 4,000 years old. Our father Abraham, he said, oh, stop this nonsense. Your father Abraham longed to see me in my days. And he saw me. Abraham worshipped me. Hey, you, Abraham worshipped you. And they grabbed the stones and they wanted to shoot this man, Jesus Christ, this small boy with Math, 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 math. He said, Yeah, I'm telling you the truth. Your father Abraham longed to see me and he saw me. Can I raise the stakes here? They said, Speak. And if you don't speak well, you will see. He said, Okay, before Abraham was, I have always been. Before Abraham was, I am. I am. So, not only did your father Abraham meet me on Moriah in Genesis chapter 22, 4,000 years before this conversation, but he had met me in Genesis chapter number 14, where I gave him my body and I gave him my blood. He ate my body and he drank my blood. Abraham ate communion before Jesus Christ came. He had met him already. And so when I quoted Genesis and somebody thought that, ah, there he goes again. Oh, then you are new in this church. The old members of this church know that when you read Genesis 
Exodus, Leviticus, Old Testament, you will see somewhere along the line the smell of the shadow of Jesus Christ over there. Jesus Christ existed before the Old Testament. He existed before times. He is both son of God and is both man God. He is both God in the flesh. Jesus! Are you clapping for the cross? Are you clapping for the blood? Do you know why I give you communion on 31st night? I give you communion on 31st night because when in chapter 13, your Lord leaves you, your nephew whom you had hoped and trusted, that was going to be your heir, when he disappoints you and he forsakes you and he goes to Sodom, and in chapter 14, you rescue him, but he doesn't still learn lessons, and he still goes back to Sodom, where he's now going to be a drunken man, and you sleep with his daughters, and then you raise two sons, who will become perpetual enemies of Israel. That guy. God is preparing Abraham for chapter number 15, which you young people know already if you attended my all night. So in chapter 15, Abraham's faith is not down. Because promises made to him had not been fulfilled. He had been believing God for fruitfulness of the womb, and until now, there was nothing. The guy he had trusted to be his heir had disappointed him. Another slave in the house called Elias was also warming up to become his heir. And God, Abraham went to God and said, God, you said you give me descendants, but I don't haven't seen anything yet. Uh, is it this Elias, the one who is asked for Lord? I know he's gone. How about this Elias? God said, come on, come on. Look at the stars. Look at the stars. Count them. And he said, I cannot count them. They are too numerous. He said, yes. You, are just, you have just confessed to me that you will not be able to count your descendants, which I'm going to give to you. From today, when you see the star, know that they represent my promises. They represent what I have told you. They represent what I want to do in your life. And somebody clapping and somebody blessing God. So, we are discussing chapter 14. Chapter 13, he had been disappointed. Chapter 15, his faith was about to be tested. And so, the only way to keep him was for God to minister to him the grace of the sacrament. The bread and the wine. The bread, the body and the wine. The bread and the wine. So, so you know what? Early, early on, when you say early on, the way God sustains you, God sustains you through his holy communion of the tokens of the bread and the blood. Which is why that the first night, you don't come and drink blood and take communion like somebody who hasn't slept for seven days. You know how you've been taking communion on the first night? You dance and jump and dance and jump and dance. When it is communion time and I say, lift up their body. Say after me. This is the body of Christ. This is the body of Christ. It is broken for me. It is broken for me. Lift up the cup. Say this is the blood. This is the blood. You are sleeping. You are taking communion. You are not serious. This is the grace that connects you to early on. Some of this looking at my face. Okay. Hebrews chapter 7. If you think I've stayed too long in, in the Old Testament. Hebrews chapter 7. Verse number 1. Hebrews chapter 7. Verse number 1. This Melchizedek 
was king of the city of Salem, which is called peace. And also priest of God most high. In the Old Testament, it was not common to see a person become both priest and king. You either become one and not the other. So in the Old Testament, if you saw a human being who was both priest and king, then that is a type of Christ who is both king and priest. In the Old Testament, you have to choose one. But according to the New Testament commentary of the book of Hebrews, he said this message yesterday was both king of the city of Salem and also priest of God Mosai. When Abraham was returning from after winning a great battle against the kings, Melchizedek met him and blessed him. Look at the verse, next verse. Then Abraham took a tenth, a tithe, a tithe of all that he had captured in battle and gave it to Melchizedek. The name Melchizedek means king of justice. To whom also Abraham gave the tenth part of all the first being translated king of righteousness. So Melchizedek, who was both king and priest, and who was both uh, king of peace, is also called king of righteousness. And then also king of Salem, meaning king of peace. Now verse number three. He was without a father, without mother, without genealogy, having neither beginning of days nor end of life. But made like the son of God remains a priest continually. This Melchizedek who met Abraham, nobody knew his, his whereabouts, where he was coming from. He just popped up. When the king of Sodom was going to meet Abraham, and I'm going to tell you what the sin of God, the idea and the notion and the, 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 his agenda for going to meet Abraham. Then the king of Salem crossed him and gave him bread and gave him the blood. Why? Because a trial was ahead of him. You know why you have to drink the blood on 31st night? Because you don't know the journey in 2020. You don't know what is ahead. So grace must go. The sacrament must go. The tokens must go. The blood must go. The bread must go. Mechitzedek must feed you before you go. Elion must appear to you before you start the journey. Look at verse number 4. Now consider how great this man was to whom even the patriarch Abraham gave a tenth of his spoils. Before Abraham was I am. The, the, the Abraham you are talking about met me thousands of years before today. I gave him my broken body and I gave him my shed blood. How does Elion sustain you in 2020? Number one, through the grace of the sacrament. His broken body. His shed blood. His death on the cross. His blood. That's how Elion sustains you, will sustain you. Number two, through your sacrifices. And even though, look at verse number 20 again. I will tell you why I'm using sacrifices instead of the tithe. And blessed be God most high, Elion, who has delivered your enemies into your hand. And he gave him a tithe. And Abraham gave him a tithe of everything. Tithe. And the reason why I've, I've, I've gone over tithe, now I'm saying that you connect to Elion 
through sacrifices. What sacrifices am I talking about? I'm talking about first fruit. Which is your first check in the year 2020. It's called first fruit. That check belongs to God. You are asking me a question. And so if I give it to God, what do I eat? That is why you don't know whom you are serving. That's why if you ask me that question, you don't know whom you have believed. And you don't know who you are working with. And you don't know who you are serving. I'm coming to you in a moment. Then to the first night, you don't come before God without a thanksgiving. Why? Apostle General, do I owe God? Yes, you owe him. Me, I say you, you owe God. You went to school and you have come back, you have finished with your degree. You don't owe God. Oh, please, you owe him. Me, I've, I've already lifted my hands like Abraham. I have, I, I owe God big time. Hey, do you know what it means to travel in and out and in and out and in and out? You travel in peace, you arrive in peace. Oh, I owe God big, big, big. Do you owe God? Yes. That accident which you escaped, what do you think? Do you owe God? Yes. That malaria, the same malaria has killed others. And you, were, you survived. You better prepare your song and your thanksgiving and your sacrifice and come and connect to the grace of El Leon because you connect to him through sacrifice of thanksgiving, of tithe, of first fruit and of offering. You owe God? Do you owe God? Yes! That's why when we raise this song, we are talking to you. Me de wonasika. Annette, this is our language. The song simply, we owe God. Thanksgiving. And so we are coming to God. Lift up your hands and say to God, May they want us Lord, we owe you, Father, we owe you, we owe you praise, we owe you worship, we owe you thanksgiving, we owe you. You have protected us, you preserved us, you've been kind, you've been good. We owe you. Bible students here, you, you will love this. The Bible studies for Bible students. If if you, you don't want to become a preacher in future, just listen and then uh, throw it away. Tithe is the one-tenth of the income that you receive either by work or by gift. 
tenth. It's a covenant. God has placed a legal requirement on it that that money is his. If it is goat and sheep and cattle, the tenth is his. The first fruit is God's. And then after that, as you come before God every day, the Bible says, do not come before him empty-handed. You know why? Because every sacrifice you give to God is a connection to the power that you draw from him. And Melchizedek blessed him. And then he gave him tithe. He, he sowed into the blessing. So that the blessing will remain with him. Giving, sacrifice, tithe. The people who don't want to pay tithe quickly then start arguing. When you read the New Testament, from, from Matthew to Revelation... You don't see any tithe there because Christ came to fulfill the law. Oh, yeah, yes, sir, yes, sir. I salute you. The first thing you have to know is that tithe is not the law, tithe predates the law. The law started with Moses 400 years after Abraham. So, Abraham was the first to pay tithe before Moses. Wrote down the law. So Moses actually copied Abraham and slaughtered it into the law. Why? Because he saw that when Abraham kept his faithfulness to God through the tithing, Abraham prospered everywhere he went. He dug wells and it was successful. He, where people were failing and people were not succeeding, Abraham was success, successful. So they looked at their patriarch, Abraham, and they said, what is the secret? And they said, ah, that guy knows how to connect into some power. He connects into the power of the grace of the communion of Melchizedek. He was eating communion before Jesus Christ came. That's why he was prosperous. And you too, you'll be eating communion. Show me your prosperity. Because you eat it with misunderstanding and with carelessness. So, that tithe predates the law. It started 400 years before Moses enshrined it into the Levitical order. Thou shalt bring to God the tenth of all your first fruits and blah, 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 blah. It's a holy, you shall not touch it. It belongs to God and so on and so forth. So forth. And then Malachi says, all of you, you are thieves and robbers. You have stolen God in tithes and offerings and so on and so forth. So it predates then number two, when the Jewish people accepted it as part of the law, they sold their hearts to it. They gave, they gave, they gave their tenth, their tenth, their tenth, their tenth. So it's the law accepted. You and I are no longer under the law. Because we are saved by grace. You didn't say amen to that. Amen. So we are not under the law. We are saved by grace. By believing in the sacrificial work of Jesus Christ. On the cross. His blood. Accepting his death for us. That he died for us. So that we will live with God. Grace. Salvation. Grace. Salvation. Grace. Thank God. Question. 
People who operate under grace and people who operate under law, who are under bondage? Who are in bondage? Huh? The law. Can I ask you another question? People who operate in grace and people who operate in law, uh, under the law, who have a better advantage with God? Because grace doesn't make you struggle too much. Grace gives you access where they are forcing to obey the law. And remember, the laws are so stringent that they are unable to obey it. Anyway, they are not able. So we go the smartest way by saying, Jesus, we cannot obey the law, so we come through the blood. Hello? Hello? People under grace and people under law, who should give better sacrifices to God? Can I give you one reason why you must give better than those under the law? Because they who are under bondage and under the law, they are operating the law of tight and they are prospering. How much more those of us under grace? When we operate it, how much more? How much more? We are better advantaged than them. But even them, the law is working for them. How much more will grace not work for us? So here are three reasons why you must give God first fruit and give your tithe and to the first night you must never come to God empty handed. You must really come to God based on the measure of the blessings upon your life. How you have sustained your business, your family, your travels, your health, your going out, your coming in. I'm robbers, I've never come to attack you. Sickness attack you, God healed you. You owe God. You owe him. You all got big time. Don't pretend about this. First reason. Anytime you give God a sacrifice, you sow into that grace. You connect into the grace. In case you have forgotten. And he met king of Salem, Melchizedek. And Melchizedek gave him bread. And gave him wine. And blessed him. And he gave him tithe. So he gave the tithe to Melchizedek. The high priest, the king, the type of Christ. Anytime you give sacrifice, you are giving to Jesus. Where is Jesus? Jesus is in heaven, but his blood is still working. The sacraments are still working. Anytime you give, you don't give to man. You are sowing into the grace so that the grace will go ahead of you always. That's the reason. That's the reason. You sow. You give to the grace. Here's the second reason why you give. So you give, gives you, okay, gives you access into the grace of the blood and the body and the victory of Christ. Second reason. Second, when you give, you give so that God will continue. To deliver the enemy into your hand. So that you continue to keep the enemy at bay. You keep the enemy under control. You know why? Because there are many of you, when you receive your breakthrough and your miracle, the breakthrough and the miracle doesn't last long and you lose it. 
Now, in 2020, when God does it, you have to maintain it. How do you maintain it? Through the connection of giving, of sacrifice, your tithe, your first fruit, your offerings. And he blessed him. And he delivered the enemies into his hands and he gave him the tithe. Watch that one again in verse number 20. Watch that again in verse number 20. And he blessed, he said, and blessed be God most high who has delivered your enemies into your hand. And he gave him a tithe. When God delivers the enemy into your hand, you seal the victory with your tithes and your sacrifices. I say that again. When God delivers the enemies into your hands, you seal the victory with your sacrifices. God, God, God doesn't compromise on sacrifices. No, he doesn't. No. No. If you are here in 2019, you use God's tithe to go and buy shoes. I advise you, take the shoes back, go and take the money and bring God his tithe. If you use God's tithe to buy the wig you are wearing, take it back. Go and take the money. Now, those of you who use God's tithe to buy food, to eat, go and vomit. God doesn't compromise on his relationship with grace and sacrifice. Grace and sacrifice. No compromises. Let no one come before me empty handed. And upon them that shall not come to this mountain Jerusalem to worship me with their families and their gifts and their first fruit. Upon them there shall be no rain. Here's the last one. Here's the last one. When you give God his tithe and the first fruit, you then unlock, you connect into the third one says, that you connect to your source. When you give to God, you are telling God that he is your source and not man. When you can give God your first fruit, you are not thinking about what will happen in the course of the month because you know that God is your source. When you give him the tithe, you are not thinking about what will happen because he is your source. When you have to gather everything that you have and give to God, you don't think about what the consequences because he is your source. Abraham said to the king of Sodom, when the king of Sodom came, remember, Metisadek has come. Metisadek gave him grace, the grace of the body, the grace of the blood, and then Melchizedek blessed him, and blessed him big time. Then the king of Sodom came. He was coming with another agenda. The king of Sodom came, evil man as he is, he came to Abraham and said, Abraham, I hear you have come from the war. Abraham said yes. And then I hear you were victorious. Abraham said yes. And then I hear you have rescued your nephew, Lord. He said yes. And that you have also rescued all the people of Sodom and Gomorrah that uh, the people took captive. He said, yes. And now here you've taken all the cattle and all the sheep and all the silver and the gold. Abraham said, yes. He said, can we cut a deal? He said, what is the deal? He said, the men that you have captured, 
And then your men who want to fight the battle, can you give me half of them? And then take half. Besides that, all the goods and the money that you took as spoil, take everything. I give it to you. Abraham said, no way. I will not accept anything from you unless you go and say that you have blessed me. But I want God to bless me so that he alone will take the glory. Can you clap your hands and let me know that you are receiving this one? From today, I prophesy to you, your life is not in the hands of any man. No man will boast and that he bless you or she bless you. Any man who is bluffing you, may the Lord take that man out of your life and give you another. Any person who thinks that your life is in their hands, may God disappoint them. Your life is not in their hands. Your life is in the hands of El Leon. Are you clapping or you are doing something like clapping? Go ahead and clap and say, my life is in the hands of Jehovah. Come on, go ahead and say, my life is in the hands of Jehovah God Almighty. Say, he is the keeper of my soul. He keeps me when I go out and when I come in, when I sleep. He's the one who keeps me. Clap your hands and scream, Elion! Write these words of wisdom. Let it guide you in your formative years. In this time when you are young, write this one. If you tithe to the Lord, it means you trust him with your life. If you tithe, and then write the tithe in block letters, to the Lord, it means you trust him with your life. If you don't tithe, it means you don't trust when you tithe, it means you trust. So, two words you must not forget from me. Tithe and trust. Anytime you come to the altar to tithe, know that you are trusting your life into the hands of God. El Leon, most high. Write the second one. Shoot the second one for me. When you give to the Lord your first fruit. He becomes the first choice of your life. Write it there. When you give to the Lord your first fruit, he then becomes the first choice of your life. If you are afraid to give God your first fruit and you are asking questions, what would I eat? What would I do in the month of January? Bottom line, God is not the first choice of your life. Something else is. May I remind you, he says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And then all the things that you are worried and troubled about shall be added. Until you can trust God with your tithe and your first fruit, you cannot see the faithfulness of God. Try it and see. Moving by faith. Here's the third one. If you can give to the Lord the sacrifices due him, then his grace by sacrifices will be your portion. That one is very deep and I wanted to meditate upon it. If you and your wife can, and your children can pick up this words of wisdom and grace and digest them and think about them and discuss them, I'll be very happy. If you can give to the Lord the sacrifices due him, then his grace, remember, his grace is also working by the same sacrifices. His grace is working because he died on the cross. His grace is working because he shed his blood. His grace for you is through the emblem of the communion, the body which is broken and the blood which you are about to give. So if by his grace, if his grace is released through his sacrifices, why can you not release your sacrifice? So that 
God's grace becomes your portion. Do you know why you cannot do it? You cannot do it because you simply don't understand what that grace of the sacrifice means to you. You don't know what that shed blood and that bread, that body means to you. But Abraham knew. Yahweh, 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 Yahweh. You have won the victory for me. Yahweh. Clap your hands and scream in the name of Jesus. You are doing well. I'll give you 70%. I want you to hit excellence. Clap your hands and scream in the name of Jesus. Jehovah Most High God. Jehovah El Leon. Jehovah Elohim. Jehovah El Shaddai. Jehovah Jireh. Jehovah Adonai. As I invoke your name. I invoke power. I invoke power. Grace. Grace. Power. Power. Grace. Grace. Power. Power. I connect. I connect. I connect. I connect. I connect. I connect. Close your eyes. Close your eyes. Something must loose this afternoon. A door must open this afternoon. Clap your hands and scream in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I connect. I connect. To God. To God. Most high. Most high. The blesser. The blesser. The power giver. The power giver. Possessor. Possessor. Of the heavens. Of the heavens. And of the earth. And of the earth. My God. My God. I take authority. I take authority. Over that. Over that. Which belongs to which you. belongs to you. On this earth. On this earth. Now. Now. In the heavens. In the heavens. Now. 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 Jehovah. Sometimes you have to invoke You have to scream You have to call For something to happen You are Yahweh You are Yahweh Holy Word it is our fervent prayer that this message will have an effect on your life and will lift you to the place where you belong. Royal House Chapel International, touching our generation with the power of God. God richly bless you.